Hello, week 3 has arrived and it's a double game week. But before we get into that, a moment of silence for the Rotdale scale. Not only have Rotdale killed it, they're now pissing on its mutilated corpse. R.I.P. Rotdale scale. 2022 to 2022, we barely knew thee. It's the lower league look. 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 Fuck! Hartlepool lost the game. Fuck it, hell, man. <laughs> clap. Gonna clap before. Shit. I wish I'd got that in after the clap, but it's still going in. Uh, what episode are we on, Grant? We're here, but we're doing this. We've been sat here for 20 minutes talking, and we didn't even game do all to do it. It's game week three, isn't it? It's game week three. I think it's episode eight we're on now, guys. But yeah, all fun. Just go game week three. Yeah, yeah we'll stick with game week three. Um, yeah, mate. You ready to see something? You ready to see something? Got a beer, right? Non alcoholic. <laughs> Cheers. Non alcoholic. <laughs> because it's mon is it it's Monday. It's Monday. But if you want to drink on a Monday, you do you guys. We ain't here to judge. Um, but yeah, end of game I mean, week. My, my, my reasons, obviously, because I'm ready to run to the hospital any minute. Because yeah, my wife's ready to drop any second, any day now. I mean, could, it could be this week. I could be sitting here recording next week. Yeah, and we've got a competition. We've got a competition between us week. all going where we had to guess the date of the birth, and whoever gets it right gets to choose the child's middle name. Um, the best part is Grant's not told his missus this. So, and do you know the even better part is that you don't know if you're having a, a, a boy or a girl, no. but every name that's been chosen is for a boy. And if I win, even if you have a girl, you are still calling it Grant, Kobe Bryant, River Phoenix, Johnson <laughs> Jr. I'd love that. It'd be fucking... <laughs> It'd be really funny. It would be really funny, wouldn't it? But we're yet right, guys. We're getting. I'm, get glad, I'm glad she doesn't listen to this too much. Liv does. My missus does. She falls asleep to it, which I don't know if it's an insult or a good thing. We put her to sleep, basically. No, it's not the first thing she told me that you do that puts her to sleep. No, it's not. To be fair, um, a bit like Mansfield, but we'll get into oh, that. Man. So yeah. Let's let's just let's just jump straight in and let's have a look at this week's results. We're not going to spend too long on the results because we've got too much to do. Because oh, it's man, a double we've game like a, week. We've got we've got Tuesday game week. There's games on tomorrow, oh, or when you're listening to this, there's games on tonight, lads. Let's do yeah. it, and ladies. Mm. As we are, and everything else. Everything we else. Go, we just Everyone allow else. you be you. Um, do you know what? Before we get into the results, I think it's important we 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 swap, so we've got something that's happened since we last recorded. Um, we have a new partner. Mm -hmm. um, for anyone who doesn't know, anyone who doesn't follow us on Twitter or Facebook, or to be fair, if you don't, I don't know how the fuck you found us, but you have. Grant's going to hold it up. It's, he's he's not very good at it. Uh, Andy's Man Club, and it's the hashtag. It's okay to talk, which is good. Um, there's been a few incidents this last few weeks where we've had some stuff happen, which has meant that we've we felt that we needed to really do something. We needed to use this platform to to, to kind of 
I suppose, help out. And, you know, we're not professionals, but we are in touch with professionals or we're in touch with people who can get that help. So if you're feeling Which, shit, inbox is always open, guys. Exactly. Yeah. I've, I've actually opened my uh, Twitter DMs now. Um, oh, yeah. It used to, yeah, it used to just be for people that followed me. Um, and I followed back, so it was only kind of that. So I've now fully opened my Twitter DMs. Um, so anyone can message me anytime. It's really weird some of the shit you get through your Twitter DMs. Um, yeah. When you open them publicly, um, you get some weird shit coming in. But I just thought you'd like to message... see the pictures. I think that, I thought you'd like yeah. to see it. That's why I sent them. <laughs> if one message comes in asking for a chat and yeah. they don't follow me, they just want to chat, that's cool. I'm yeah. happy to do that. But I say we could we'll talk about oh it doesn't even have to be about what you're going through if you just want to talk about football and just chat shit we'll we'll just chat shit we're good at it um, evidently but yeah so it's a new sponsorship it's something that we're going to be pushing quite heavily because we've got a lot of ideas partnership partnership, partnership. sorry partnership. it's not sponsorship it's partnership we're sponsored by Wagby United we're partnered with Andy's Man Club and and we're, we're working with Mind as well still a thing there but yeah um, it's big for us massive for us I'm, I'm excited yeah we've got a lot of, a lot of ideas. Which are going to come out hopefully in the next few weeks, and yeah, we'll we'll be able to push on and make a difference, Grant. That's what it's about. Making Too a difference. Right. Have, have I got like a? Can you see here? Oh, it's disappeared now. Oh, it's there. Can you, have I got? Oh, what what is that? It's like I don't know. There was like a light above. Oh, it's on my eye. I don't know. For anyone who's listening on Spotify right now, they are absolutely bewildered. Right, but fuck it. Results. Results. <laughs> First game. Do you know what? I saw a guy I work with is an AFC Wimbledon fan. It finished AFC Wimbledon 2, Doncaster 2. Again, you, you go into it, Doncaster 2-0 down, the equal, sorry, the score in the 86th minute and the equalising in the 94th minute. He messaged me this morning out of the blue as soon as we both logged on for work and he just said, how we've drawn that, I'll never know. So going forward, we, we were phenomenal. Defensively, we didn't look great. It's a bit Doncaster mm -hmm. shit. It's Doncaster looked terrible um and i kind of agree i've played them I, I said that from the start i didn't think doncaster looked anything i just think that they've got very very lucky the, the thing that they've got that seems to be going for them is they've got this never say die attitude and there's a couple of teams that have it in the league at the moment yeah massively i'm i mean if i was to sit there and go give me one team you would back scoring in the 90 plus minute i would 100 percent back doncaster on that because they've mm. done it two weeks in a row now. They've done it. I am. Um, they bagged. It was not two. They done last week. I am um, both. Yes. Yeah, so, and then they've done it again this week to come back and equalise. Yeah. I am. Um, as I always said, they, they play to the whistle and they just don't seem to give up at all. No. I, fair, fair play to them. Obviously, Wimbledon got the the lone man, Young Coombs, coming on. Yeah, from Brentford, he scored his first two goals for the club, I think, didn't he this week? Yeah, he's got um, bagging hair as well. He's watching. No, what do he's got? <laughs> but assisted by one of the players I've been most impressed with this season so far in Asal. Yeah, my God, that second assist that he played through, I um, was great. He is one of my players of this season so far. Um, he was nice. standout against us even in a nil-nil draw, and he was phenomenal again, and and got straight into the team of the week this season, and um, this weekend. What yeah. a talent he is, and th they're lucky to have someone like him. Yeah, and if he keeps playing that way, then they'll certainly more goals will come down from his channel. They'll be lucky to keep him. They'll be lucky to keep him. Yeah, and 
Yeah, so let's see. So at some point, it's going to run out for Doncaster, and they need to get their shit together. They are, yes, they are. They are scoring ninety-plus minute goals, but they're conceding a lot of goals. They're leaking heavily. Mm-hmm. There's going to come a time where somebody's going to be able to withstand that barrage. I think we'll get on to it, but I think they play Stockport tomorrow. Is it so. Stockport? Um, I'm not Tuesday's fixtures up yet. No, is it Stockport tomorrow? I don't see Stockport being a team that's going to bow out before the 90th minute. Shit, I've not done something. Ah, two seconds. He knows we don't make cuts. So, yeah, we'll carry on, guys. I'm, I'm going to carry on talking. Um, I think Here the luck's going to run out. I think the luck's going to run out for Doncaster. Grant, I'm not doing no cuts. We don't do cuts. I know Grant. we don't do cuts. I just haven't put a, a lid back on a pan for my dinner. Oh, well, there you go. Grant is now covered in lids. Next game, Bradford City, Newport. Grant, do you want to take this one? 2 0, Newport shit now. <laughs> um, do you know what? Two absolutely cracking, but very, very different goals from mm-hmm. Bradford coming through. Um, the one I think is definitely going to be up there in the goal of the month competition. I, yeah. That's the first one from Richie Smallwood. I didn't realise that was also on his wrong foot. So Richie Smallwood, right-footed player, comes in and just meaningfully bang, smashes that with his left foot and it nearly bursts the net. What a strike. Yeah. I'm I was saying up until this morning, I'm on this one that it is easily gonna go to James Goal of the Month from his first strike from game week one. But I'm neck and neck on these two, whether it's Smallwood or James, it's that's gonna be on it. What, so do you, do you know goal? the thing? Do you know the thing? So on the highlights, when you watch it, it looks like he's hit it and it's gone as straight as an arrow into that top corner. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't, like, we were sat directly behind it. The bend on the ball, like, it it kind of, it didn't bend straight away. It went straight and then curled into the corner. Mm-hmm. So where So from where he was to where the ball hit, he couldn't see that part of the goal. There was the post between him. And he got it, oh, honestly, mate, it was one of those where when he picked the ball up and he turned, you knew you knew what he was going to do, you knew where he was going to hit it, and you knew if he got a clean strike of it, the second it left his boot, it was going in. What I will say, I loved that goal. I actually think Harry Chapman's was better. The skill involved from having to run into the box was just, it was great. Yeah, not, never never gave up. Got the ball around the halfway line, um, and just ran. Did he take on? I think I probably say four or five players, and then put it. Something yeah, like that. keeper keeper was unlucky. Got a hand to it. The ball slowly rolled over the line, but it did cross the line fully. Um, the keep there wasn't really any protests when the referee gave it. It, it was a close one, but it did cross. What I'll say is that, that Harry Chapman, Richie Small were both new players. Fantastic. The difference maker for me on Saturday was Alex Gilead. And there's this partnership between Gilead and Smallwood. Smallwood is very, I'm going to stay back and I'm going to hold my position and I'm going to boss this defence about and I'm going to spray passes here, there and everywhere. And when I need to get forward, I'm going to get forward. Alex Gilead, I could not tell you on Saturday what position he played because he's just just a cross back and forth. But having the level-headedness of Smallwood alongside him Gives him that freedom to do it. So for me, yeah, it's 
it's working wonders. Andy Cook started, didn't score. Newport came with a game plan to stop Andy Cook. He drew in that. He drew in that last man back red card. I think I, you can see that that happened. <laughs> you, should, you should have seen him go down. You saw he, he threw his foot like he knew what he was doing. Oh, a hundred percent. He played for the red card, and you can yeah. you see it from the stats. Red cards change games, and this happened an awful time for Newport. Yeah. Happened right on half time, and then you, all it takes is to look at the possession in the yeah. game. First half, these were very very 50-50. There wasn't much in the game. Um, but in the second half, you've seen the tables tipping, and this is where that ultimately came. He's got that second goal. He used the extra man advantage and, and managed to, to grab that game in a, a 2 0 win, deservedly so, I think. Yeah, I think um, the possession stats kind of flatter, if I'm honest, in the second half. Not because we were we were keeping the ball and passing it around them, we, we didn't time waste, but we did as well. Like we, we basically passed it along the back four for a lot of the second half until the fra- the fans got a little bit frustrated, in which case they came forward. But when they, when the fans were behind it, um, another for me, a standout for me so far this season is Harry Lewis, the goalkeeper. And mm. uh, like, I don't get me wrong. I loved Richard O'Donnell. I really loved Richard O'Donnell. Harry Lewis has come in and he just, I don't, you won't have seen it. The club released yeah. these at the end of the game. They run on the film. And they film all the reactions live at the full-time whistle. And every game, Harry Lewis runs like runs over to the camera and just screams in the camera, up the fucking chickens! And then just runs away. <laughs> and like, it's, it's caught on now. Now it's a thing. It's up the fucking chickens is a thing. Um, but yeah, he's just, an, he's just a... He looks happy to be here. Obviously, Mark Hughes knew him from Southampton. He just looks very happy to be here. And yeah, for me, he's, he's done great. We'll, uh, we'll, one stand out to another and moving on games here. Yeah. Christian Dennis. This man is scoring goals for Carlisle. <laughs> is that his fourth? He's three and three now in the league. And one in the cup, wasn't they, I think? And I think he's got one in the cup as well. Let me just check to see. Yeah, one in the cup. He scored four and four. <laughs> Every single game he's bagged this season. Yeah. I'm... Carlisle have seen that they've got another outlet in goals this season other than Omari Patrick. Yeah. And it's it's paying off for them. Who missed a sitter? Oh, he didn't have, did he? I feel sorry for him, me. I do. Because I, I think he's, without being disrespectful to Carlisle, I'd, he played for us. He wasn't great, but I think he's now better than Carlisle. But he's comfortable. Mm-hmm. What I will say, and I said this to you before we came on, we spoke to Swindon fans, and they were some of them were quite disheartened to not come away with three points. I think they were lucky to come away with a point. Looking, obviously, we only see the highlights, but the highlights were packaged to look like this was Carlisle's day. Yeah, yeah I think that as well. Um, Carlisle looked like they were very, very comfortable in this. I think Swindon fans are going to feel that we're hating on Swindon because it happens. No, we, we, we like Swindon, but we we've got to be honest. I am. I think that was Carlisle's game for the taking. Yeah. I am on it. Obviously, we see Amari Patrick, Mister Sitter, also Harry McCurdy was thrown on goal with a keeper, mm. and if he'd put it anywhere else, it would have went in. I am. But ultimately, yeah. it was a. I think it was a fairly soft shot. They they should have put more behind and got it in tough angle, but I think he could have done more. I am. 
yeah, I think Swindon overall have been quite lucky to, to avoid a defeat, but a well-needed point on the board for them. Yeah, and a goal. That was, I think that was key for them, a goal. Hasn't come yeah. for, for Harry McCurdy, who who has been dubbed by one of our followers, the League 2 Deli Alley. Much That's to the dismay of Swindon fans, <laughs> who are not stick. happy. It has got a stick. The League 2 Deli Alley. And the, the, the thing is, the guy who said it, when he tells you why, it's quite hard to argue. <laughs> like, it's he's right. <laughs> it's like the comparison's there. Um, Harry McCurdy not scored yet. We spoke to some Swindon fans last night. They said if Harry McCurdy goes until the end of August without scoring, but Swindon still pick up points, they'll be happy because he's not going nowhere. Um, no. But once I think once August is over, if he doesn't pick up his form sharpish, there's going to be hell on. Yeah, I mean, I think Swindon fans are closely are the one club that are closely watching the the clock. On the old transfer window. Yeah. Um but yeah, well we'll see what happens with them. Let's let's the next game. Do you know what? We'll be we've been talking about the game. We've been talking about talking about goalless. Yeah. Um and people don't expect us to do it, but Crawley we're, we're, we're three league games in. Obviously they won in the cup. No goals in the in the league still. Um and they're away at Harrogate. F- for me, that's inexcusable. You you Harrogate are terrible side and that's I, mean, I say I say that at the risk of pissing off Harrogate fans but you know I mean I, I think I can take all three of them on other but, than that 3-0 win at the start of the season they've not offered anything for me no no and they, they just yeah Crawley 11 attempts on goal no goals again Dom Telford no goals in fact I don't think he played no he's he was out injured I am, so he is injured at the moment. So I didn't know think, that. That's funny. No, he's injured. So you would think you think wow. the chances that they've had and they created, if he was available at the weekend to play, then he he would have put those away. I there was open chances that you just know he would have been at the end of and scoring. He was missing. Yeah, but they were they were badly. open chances. They, they were open chances in in the other games as well. Like this isn't a. It's not you. They, it's not new. He's played in other games where there have been chances and hasn't scored. Um, it's, got to, it's got to click and it's got to click quickly. Yeah. I'm for the. It really, really does. I'm or else we're getting to the point where it's not. I'm not in trouble. I don't see probably no. being in trouble at all. It's far too early to say any team's in trouble. But you're looking at a place where you are now going to be dropping points. You've got a target where you want to be, and you're going to be three, six, nine, twelve points off that target where you ultimately want to be at the end of the season. And you're playing catch up. A lot of people go, ah, the early games don't matter. The early games really can matter. You look at Harrogate last year. If they didn't do well in the early games, Harrogate would have been down in that relegation battle last season. Well, they're just as I don't, I don't understand that thought process of the early games don't matter because it, it's not like the early games you get lesser points. No, it's or, or they mean less. You, you, you know, if you, if let's say Crawley picked up the win on Saturday and had three points, so two points extra to what they got. Let's say the last game of this season, 
they get automatic promotion by two points. Mm. It's mattered. It has mattered. I think the one good thing for Crawley at the moment is defence. They don't concede a lot of goals. They, they've conceded mm. two in the league. Aside from that, they didn't concede against Bristol. They didn't concede Saturday. They've, they've got a solid defence. They just need to unlock that door going forward. Let's, yeah. yeah. Are they going to? I don't know. Um, who knows? Who knows? One thing that I will say is that I, I don't see, no matter what happens, I don't think their manager is a candidate for the sack race. Oh, no, definitely not. Not if, at all. If Betsy was sacked, I would be shocked. Yeah. On it, he's, again, he's fresh into the job. Yeah. He's coming into a club where he's trying to get across his ethos, his way of playing, into this model that their owners are putting across. Yeah. It's not a model for every manager. I'm. It's a model Kevin believes in. And yeah. I think they're fully, they're fully backing, fully, fully backing. They believe in him massively. Yeah. Well, they, they don't think the is, they don't want to... It is a project. This is the thing. And the, the project isn't this season. This season is a, is a cons- not a consolidation. This season is a foundation building. Next season is where they want to be. Don't get me wrong. If they're knocking on the door of the playoffs, they're going to want to get in. If they're knocking on the door of the autos, they're going to want to get in. Mm-hmm. But if they don't, as long as they're not in trouble and as long as they can see that there's a, a decent bit of work. I mean, the thing is, they've not just changed manager... They've got a whole new infrastructure at the club. They've changed. I watched a video of the owners walking around and like the gym, mm-hmm. the, the gym at Crawley was no bigger than my kitchen. And immediately they just went, right, this has got to change. It's like they're ripping parts out of the club that are non-league and they're making them football league. So there's yeah. a lot going on. I think this year, I still think Crawley will click. We've said it a few times. I think Crawley will click. I think they'll be up there. The longer at- it takes, the the harder it is to justify it, but we'll, yeah, we'll see. Like, Kevin's not had the same kind of benefit blessing that Mark Hughes has had, for example. It's his first full season in charge of Bradford, but he had months at the end of the at the end of last season to go, these are the players I want to keep. Yeah. This is the squad. I know my team. Yeah, yeah. This is who I want out. This is the sort of player I want in. Kevin's only really seen that through clips, videos, research, and people at the club. He's not really known firsthand what he's going to see. Yeah. And he's bringing people in off his, that knowledge is fed to him and through preseason and his contacts coming in. Yeah. Not every player he's going to bring in is going to be great. And he's going to know maybe in January and go, right, this is where I need to strengthen. That's where I need to strengthen. It's going to be the same going into next season. There's going to be more of an opportunity to do that in the yeah. close season. And they're not the only club that I see the exact same in. I actually see Hartlepool in a very, very similar vein. But yeah. will Hartley get the same amount of time as Kevin Betsy will? No. And do you know why? Because Sing's a cunt. <laughs> oh, don't say that. We've got, we're trying to get your CEO on. Our CEO on. Sorry. 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 He's not. Thing is, he's not. We, we, he's just maybe he's a bit frugal. But we'll get on to Hartlepool. What I will say about Crawley's as well, the difference for Betsy, and when you use the Mark Hughes comparison, Mark Hughes has come into an established infrastructure at the club. The owners, the infrastructure at Crawley are just as new to this as Betsy. Yeah. So he won't have had that 
infrastructure of cl- of the club that were ready to go. They're learning as they go along. Yeah. I think if they finish mid-table this season, which, I, like I say, I think they'll be higher, but if they finish mid-table this season, these are guys that don't know football, really. Let's be honest, they know it, but they don't know it as well as the guys that are running these other clubs. They're going to no. come in and they're going to go and finish mid-table. Like, that's a success. It 100%. is a success. Um, right, next game. Leighton Orient, Mansfield. Leighton Orient gone top of the league, unbeaten. Again, highlights. I think Mansfield were the better side, or it looked like Mansfield were the better side. On the highlights, it looked like Mansfield were the better side. They just could not finish. And to be fair, looking at it, the stats back it up. For anyone who can't see this, I, I'm pulling a face. It's like, eh? Mate, the, the stat thing is the stats back it up as well. The, the Deuce, Mansfield, 16 shots. 16 shots. They had more shots on target than Leighton Orient had shots in the game. Right. I, I You had a quote from a Mansfield fan. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I but, want but, you, but I want you to head me up. Off. Yeah, I saw you but, head off just now. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll tell you. The Mansfield, this is the quote. So to sum the game up, he said, like my marriage, a lot of effort but lacks penetration. But that kind of backs me up. Honestly, right now, Mansfield couldn't finish on a hooker's chin. Oh, grand. <laughs> why you gotta bring, why you gotta bring rugby players into this? <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's the thing. It's the same when we played Doncaster. We were by far the better side, but we drew nil-nil. I don't think Leighton Orient were the better side. Yes, they got that one goal. But I feel like Mansfield will be really aggrieved because I don't think feel like Leighton Orient looked like they offered anything in comparison to Mansfield. All the highlights on those on the highlights were entirely Mansfield. Mansfield, it just kept showing fluffed opportunities from yeah, final balls. It just wasn't there. Opportunities. Yeah, they've had three tough games so far. Yeah, they've had Salford, Tranmere, and now Orient. But they're not exciting me the way that they excited me last season, Mansfield. Last yeah. season, I thought, I said earlier, oh, they could go and win the league. Mm-hmm. They had that run. Nothing about this team has me sitting there going, this team's going to go on a great run. There's something but missing. 12 months ago, but 12 months ago, you'd have said exactly the same because they were in the same position. Mm-hmm. They didn't start that run until October. I think October, maybe early November. No, in fact, it was October time. They didn't click until September, October. I just don't see it with this group of players. Something clicking with them. They yeah. just seem maybe not. But I think if, they, if, if I think if you go into a game away from home to Leighton Orient, who let's be honest, have uh, got one of the best managers in the mm-hmm. league, are expected to do well. If you create sixteen chances to score goals at Leighton Orient, and you, you carry on doing that week on week, you, you're going to eventually. Something's going to happen. Yeah. Also, what was we putting? What was we putting a defender on the penalty? Yeah, I kind of didn't get that, and I don't feel like Resource was very happy with hey, that. Who is Mansfield's penalty taker? That's something I want to know. I'm surprised you didn't get like Oates, I mm-hmm. or even Quinn taking it. Someone taking it. Well, is it he's a midfielder? He's, he's not a defender. I think he might be a defensive midfielder. He's, he's left back. No, it's, well, he's down as a midfielder on here. It was just a weird, weird decision. 
crazy run out from um, Vicaru coming out to, to yeah. take him down. I don't know what he was doing in that, that area of his box. Mental. Um, but he redeemed himself with a save and another save later on in the game as well. It, it was a good save. Oh, it's a great save. Very good save. But this is what I mean by I feel, I feel like Mansfield were were offering a lot more than 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 Orient. Like if it weren't for Man, for, for Orient's keeper, they'd have conceded two or three goals on Saturday. Take the keeper out. Take, put any other keeper in that position, and it's a. I feel like it's a different, a completely different game. Like Man, Mansfield were offering so they, all those chances that they had. Like you said, the good saves. Next week they'll go in. You'd expect those to go in. If your teams had those chances and they didn't go in, you'd expect them to. They need a goal scorer. Yeah, they do. They do need a goal scorer. They need a goal scorer and they need a goal scorer badly. They've lost the loans that they had that made them great towards the end of the season from January. And they've just not got that extra gear in them yet, I don't think. No, there's something missing. They need to do business in the next 15, 16 days, however long's left of the transfer window. I think, I mean, to be fair, I think they need to do something this week. It's a double game week. If you've not got a goal scorer and you're thin on numbers, three games in seven days is hard, hard to get through. Hard for especially yeah. with the conditions that the players played on the weekend. Yeah, exactly. Um, and to be fair, it's still hot now. It's still, you know, we've got games tomorrow night. It's still not cooled yeah. down. Um Speaking of teams that haven't clicked yet. <laughs> Speaking of heat, boring games yeah. and not clicking. Yeah. Northampton, Hartlepool. I was reading the, the chat between you and the, uh, Mike, the Northampton fan, during the game, and it was just both of you going, well, this is shit, isn't it? How boring is this? This is so boring. And then it was, wait, Northampton scored. Wait, O'Mara scored. Oh, fucking Northampton has scored again. And it, to be fair, three very scrappy goals. Three very scrappy goals. Um, it was not an exciting game in the slightest um, to watch. Which we expected. It was two teams playing in a very, very hot stadium. And both in, even the commentator on um, the BBC Northampton said, this is like watching a game of walking football. I, it was it safe, was a, wasn't it? It was. They were. They were trying to play safe. I felt a safe, slow-paced game. I. Mm-hmm. I felt aggrieved by Hartlepool loss, and Mike even agreed with me in that, saying he thinks that we deserve more out of this game than than a defeat. Josh Umera, I've went on about him week in, week out. He could have bagged a hat trick. There was a great save, reflex save by the Northampton keeper. I'm. To keep it out, and he could have had another. I can't remember the exact chance, but he had it. I'm by two, two scrappy, two scrappy goals. The first one, yeah. Northampton's. I said it was like a training pitch exercise. Do you see what I mean from watching it now? Yeah, yeah. He set just, everyone up just... for a long throw, yeah. And then he just played it short, and Pinnock played it short instead of his normal long throw. So then the lad just pinged in, and no one expected mm-hmm. it at all. They expected a trademark Pinnock long throw. Yeah, I, th- I think. What you guys are doing is you're doing what you did last season. When you look at the stats, you're inviting chances on you. Mm. you 21 attempts on goal Northampton had on Saturday. You guys had 11, which again, you go away from home and create 11 chances. You'll you'll win games, um, which is good. And I think that you're, obviously you guys got a goal. It was your first goal of the season, so fair play. After getting drugged last week in the Cup, 
you know, it's going to click. I don't feel I don't feel concerned as a Hartlepool fan at all. No. We had the new man, um, Siller, in the middle. I thought yep. he had a great game. He got subbed off in the 70-odd minute um, because he's still needing minutes. Obviously, we've got games coming up on Tuesday and Saturday. He's wanting to be saved for that and given it because I think he's going to be yep. look great beside Featherston. I'm yep. very much like what you said, Featherston sitting, just picking the ball up and Siller coming in and flying into challenges. I hope you get yeah. to see it. Um, the back three, many essay looked absolutely solid. Like the player he did. Can, can we just call him mayonnaise at this stage? Because I, I, I read it as mayonnaise every time. So we'll just we'll just stick with mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Looking, oh, we, we'll just call him Hellman's. 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 He looked great at the back. I um, looked yeah. like the player he did when he first signed for Walsall on loan. Uh, Josh Umara looks like he's going to be. Looks like he's going to be yeah. a player. Um, I'm not going to take it away. Um, I think. Hilton had a right game. Pinnock was very, very quiet for Northampton. And Tyler McGuire, I covered this off in the City event, actually, when they were asking me about um, Timmy Odessina. He reminds me very much of a player like him, but he's got a big mistake in him. They need another shot on defenders. Northampton, if they're playing Tyler McGuire, I think they have to play him in a back three because he was getting bullied. With you've got a big fit centre back, it was just playing on him and he wouldn't step back. He's got the pace to step back off him. Yeah. Um, players were playing long balls over because he'd just seen every single time they had a mistake and I mean, needs to concentrate on his play um, because Northampton don't look defensively as solid as they did last season. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, th- that that was the thing. Northampton were just bullies last season, weren't they? We said this like they mm. were just bullying people. So yeah, and two more teams that there then that don't seem to have really clicked. Um, like say, you got you got you got your first goal. Let's see if you can get a second. Let's see what That's... happens this week. Two get two home games. It's massive for you. This week's huge for you. Not only that, as far as we know from like conversations we've had and people that speak to us. Three potential three uh transfers coming in. Two, three transfers coming in from what yeah. we've heard. Yeah, which is a lower league championship defender. And a league one young striker. And a league one young striker. And yeah, then I think there was another one. Be interesting to see where they fit in. Um if I they're mean, coming the striker in striker obviously teams. fits in up front. And the defender. Well, so. yeah, but what I mean is, let's see, if they're going to be first teamers, or if they're coming in to 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 back up what you've already got, I would. I mean, if you don't score two or three goals in this next two games, I would be worried if you bring in a striker as a backup for this. You've got to consider your options mm. at that point. Yes. Anyway, we move anyway, on. we move on. Um, the Rochdale scale is fucking dead. It's tipped, hasn't it? Yeah. At, at, at this point, we talk about teams having strength. Rochdale are the strongest team in the league by being 24th and holding up 23 other teams above their heads. The Rochdale scale has just been absolutely decimated. Rochdale still, the Rochdale skills died quicker than John Yems. <laughs> oh, crap. It has. Yeah, it has, to be fair. John Yem says... In fact, to be fair, John Yem says lasted longer. I'm saying it's, it's gone quicker. Yeah. Oh, fuck me. But, I mean, looking at it, it finished 1-0 to Grimsby. I... 
they scored in the 92nd minute, did Grimsby. Mm -hmm. Rochdale probably feel a little bit aggrieved about that. You know, they, they held on till 90 plus minutes. I say that neither set of fans, obviously you'd be happy if your team won. You get it. You're always happy if your team won, but I wouldn't be too pleased if I'm a Grimsby fan and I'm nicking a game in the 92nd minute against Rochdale at Rochdale. Like, especially a team like Grimsby that, you know, we expect to do well. You'd expect a two mm -hmm. or three nil. I think we predicted a two or three nil. We thought it was going to be an absolute pumping. So maybe that's a little bit of comfort for, for Rochdale fans that they managed to keep them out for so long. Um, but yeah, as it stands at the moment, can you imagine we lost Oldham last season? Can you imagine if we go and lose Rochdale this season? Oh, I know it's early, nice. but like Rochdale fans gave Oldham fans a lot of shit when they went down. So maybe, you know, maybe Karma's a bitch. Um, we'll, I mean, we'll you've see what you've mentioned. Pumpins. Can I just pay <laughs> a big, massive told you so to everyone? Yeah. From Can we I also just say week? welcome to League Two? Crew Alexandra. <laughs> he is Salford. Uh, he is an actual challenge. I mean, this is ex everything and more of what we said last week. Yeah. Pro fans were giving it big licks, going, yeah. oh, we won our first two games in 48 years. Phenomenal. And I was like, mate, you beat Rochdale and Harrogate. Yeah. Well done. And then they've come in a proper game of football. And came up against um, Thomas Asante in the absolute form of his career just now. Yeah, um, he's he's, he's going to be a worry for me this season. He is going to be great. Yeah. Last season he scored 11. This season he scored three already. And three, two of them came from that game there. He is playing great. Yeah. I think I will be surprised if he's not up there in the top goal scorers at the end of the season if he keeps going the way that he's going. And he's built like a brick shit house. He's he's the lad who knocked out uh, Paddy O'Connor's tooth mm. against us. He's um, brilliant. Got a red card, but yeah, he's he, he has got a red card in him. He's he can be a bit overexcited going into challenges, mm -hmm. going up against defenders. But if he can curb that, and he, I mean, he's yeah, like you said, smashing in goals, fair play. To win. Three goals, two assists this season. Yeah, yeah, he's looking like the. One of, I'm not going to say the danger man, I'm um, going to discuss the danger man um, later on, but he's looking great. That he's, was got, he's got more goals than you and Swindon combined. <laughs> and, and Crawley. And Crawley. Yeah. And that includes the league's top, that includes two of the league's top scorers last season. <laughs> I, I think I combined 50 goals between them. And Thomas Asante's got more than 30, 33 outfield players. Plus five subs each week, so forty-five players there. Fair play. Can I, can I just say this actually? You've just mentioned five subs. I'm probably should have mentioned this in, in earlier games. Should I talk about it after the power of five subs this season? Yeah, go for it. We'll do it. I'm. Let's go for it. So the power of five subs. Do you think that we're going to see more ninety-plus minute goals or late goals? because of this five subs rule that's coming on. Because you could sit there, a, a team could be up against it, say like Doncaster, mm -hmm. 70 minutes in, you've not made a sub, and you go, fuck it, I'm throwing five subs on. Mm -hmm. And you change your whole team. That's going to throw the team that you're playing against. And I think late goals are going to be a massive factor this season. 
Possibly, possibly, yeah. But I think on the on the other side of the coin is the team that you're playing could do the same. So it's it's a bit of a it's it's an even playing field. I I, I suppose. Do you know who's going to benefit the most? It's the ones with the depth. Yeah. It's going to be those with the depth, like Bradford. I think twenty. I think we're down to twenty-seven players now because we sent two or three out on loan. Um, Stevenage have got depth. Mm-hmm. Um, Stockport have got depth, and clearly Doncaster have got some depth to be able to do what they're doing. But yeah, I, I do. I do think you're right, but it's it's going to benefit those teams more. Um, yeah, with us, we brought on our subs and just basically shut up shop. Mm-hmm. On Saturday because we, we didn't need to. It felt like a like felt like a without being disrespectful to Newport fans, it, it kind of felt like a training game. It felt like a bit of a after the second goal went in, it felt like a bit of a formality. Like it was just complete control, ease. Didn't check you your training games. No, but the, do you know what I mean? That's what it felt like. Um, but yeah, you're right. I do think that we're gonna see a, a lot more sort of last minute mm. goals. Um, Stockport for once weren't involved in last minute goals. By the way, can I just say Stockport were phenomenal? Yeah, but they only won 1-0 against Colchester. <laughs> they did. It could have been so many more, though. Yeah. 73% I... possession, 21 shots, 7 on goal. That was absolute domination. Yeah. You see the, the possession stats massive. That is Chaloner playing Chaloner ball. The passes, yeah. 543. They'll be passing across the back in the back three, yeah. which the fans were happy to see again. I'm very happy to see much like Swindon. We're happy to see them reverting back to 4-3-3. I'm Stockport fans buzzing to see a back three. Yeah. I'm going. I'm and do you know what? Yeah, they just looked they looked the absolute business, I think. I'm yeah. and a very comfortable one nil victory on it. I think you see if Colchester scored, Stockport went back up and scored again. Just got another. Yeah. yeah. It was it was just control, wasn't it? It's like it's like it was like us, it was just a formality for them just yeah. to see it out. Yeah, yeah. Fair play. Maybe it's clicking. It's starting to click for a couple of teams now. Um, also, see for being the biggest, the biggest. I'm saying very commonly the biggest club in the league. Not one Stockport fan decided to come in and speak in our six or six. There was Stockport fans there, but no one decided to come. I take exception with you calling Stockport the biggest team in the league. No, they. I seen in inverted commas. They call themselves the biggest team. Yeah, in the we league. all know, Grant. Every league two fans knows. It's Doncaster. <laughs> Doncaster. Oh, yeah. It's Grimsby. Yeah. Okay, Doncaster. Um, speaking of teams that are definitely not the biggest team in the league, Sutton versus Barrow. Pete Wilde suffered his first loss. Um, I want to know your views on this because you said we've got the, the goal that wasn't a goal to talk about with Barrow. I want to hear your views. I, there's, there's two things for me in this game. There's two but things I'll that let piss you me off in this game. Right, right go on, I'll, go on, do it. Tell us your two. You tell us your first one, and I'll tell you. Then we'll go. We'll, I'll tell you mine. First one. Why did the Sutton striker tap the ball in? Why didn't he let the goalie score? See, I thought I thought it was a foul on the goalie. Why didn't he? Why did he not let the keeper get the goal? Don't know. I, I also mean, think he, it was a foul on the goalie, but why yeah. didn't he? Why did he tap it in? Was it going wide? Like. Let the keeper score from his own half. You'd never see it. Yeah, no, you don't very often. But, I mean, to be fair, keeper did score at weekend, I think, for QPR, didn't they? So it happens every now and again. And Grant, oh, you're very well-versed in goalkeeper scoring. I'm well-versed in it, but that, 
guys are fucking belly. <laughs> not the lowest uh, league look. Yes, the lowest no. of the low individual. It's not the scumbag league look. But um, I feel really bad for the Sutton keeper. I'm, I think he should have had it. I think he should have scored. But instead, Farahunzi he did score. Captain. Technically, he did score. Oh, Farahunzi. Oh, yeah, 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 he did, didn't he? Uh, What's your views one. on the goal? So, so for anyone who's listening, Barrow had a, an indirect free kick in their own half, blasted it upfield. It took a bounce just outside the box, went over the keeper and into the back of the net. The referee gave it as a goal, went and spoke to his fourth official. His fourth official said keeper didn't touch it and it was disallowed. That's the story as it as it stands. Um so you said the keeper did touch it, didn't he? The the keeper's admitted that he touched it. Apparently. Yeah, so that means it stands. That means it stands. But he, obviously at the time the keepers denied it, as you'd expect. For me, when I watch it. What was it? Why was it an indirect free kick anyway? I think just when you there's a certain distance when it becomes an indirect free kick, isn't there? Fuck knows. That's yeah, the there's, there's like certain, yeah, it's the same as so it's like a throw in as well. Throw ins are always indirect. Yeah. Um, there's certain points on the pitch where it crosses a. Basically, I think the referee just makes a dis- I don't really yeah. know how it how it works, but yeah, there's certain points where it is just indirect free kicks. But for me, watching it, I have watched it seven, eight, nine times. Mm-hmm. I still can't see the touch. No, I, I can't, and I think that's where the introduction of Vieira Light has to come into this league. Yeah. It would have been given. If, if he has touched it, it would have been given. I haven't seen where the keeper's admitted it, but we've been told by Barrow fans that the keeper has admitted it. Um, but what I don't understand, and this is where I think there's maybe some some confusion, the, the claims are that the referee gave it, the linesman gave it, but apparently the fourth official overruled it. I don't think that that can happen. I mean, the fourth official has to consult with the referee, but there's no way in hell the fourth official was in a better position yeah. than the referee and the linesman to see that. Yeah. If, if the referee and the linesman both stand there and go... It. Yeah. yeah. The, I, so for me, the referee and linesman weren't sure. They, they can't have been. enough watching it. You said you've watched it seven, eight times. I've watched it about seven, eight times. I can't see a clear change of direction when the keeper's up and going for that ball. Enough for me to say for certain to disallow that goal. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's yeah, that and that's the thing. It's it's a game changing goal. It is a game changing goal. Barrow will feel hard done by, but I don't feel like they should be felt. I don't. I don't think they should be hard done by because of the goal not being given. I think it's because of the goal not being disallowed for Sutton because I, I think that that was a, a foul on the keeper. He just absolutely cleaned him out. So <laughs> it just That is just typical Sutton playing hardball. And just, I, like, I like Sutton for that. They rough people up. Though. Yeah, I mean, rough people up is an understatement. Yeah, that was horrible. Funny, but horrible. Um, Gillingham fans also found the weekend a bit horrible, didn't they? Fucking hell. Yeah, I'll let you take this one because I'm actually while, while you're talking, I'm finding something. I've got a clip to show you before the end of the episode. But oh my I've, God, I've, we've, got, we've got clips. Yeah, yeah, we've got clips. You're going to love it. And you might have seen it because I did send it to you in the little group that we've got last night, remember, but no one replied. Remember, though, clips that EFL always get their knob right. out. It's not EFL. Always, it's not EFL. Oh, that's fine. I was going to say because EFL always get their knob out for us when, yeah. 
we end up posting the clip. Tran Mia, absolutely dominant over Gillingham. <laughs> I, I didn't see any other way. I mean, they just, there was no stopping them. They could have went on and scored more if they wanted to. Yeah, they yeah. had four um, shots on goal, but geez, oh, every other part of the game, I thought they were great. Yeah, um, they, were, they were good. We're going to be full of positivity going forward in the next week. I'm, yeah, do you know what? But it's difficult trying. It's difficult trying. You know, they can go yeah. playing really well one week and then they can go to absolute par. It's really strange. A, a, a bizarre, bizarre club to watch. But it was well needed points of them. I'm they get beat by Stevenage, get beat by Mansfield, and they've picked up the first win of the season against Gillingham. It'll be really, really interesting to see. Again, it's a fairly new defence um, for Tranmere, but they've got points on the board. They'll be confident going into a two-game week. Have they, have they clicked at the wrong time for you, Grant? I fucking hope not. Have, have your next two opponents clicked at the wrong time? <laughs> I can't, couldn't, couldn't even tell you if Tranmere have clicked yet, but they played fantastic. Yeah, they did. I'm gonna... Where were we? Yeah, we were just finished. We just finished off. Sorry, guys, you noticed the cut there. Me and Grant both needed pisses at the same time. Uh, it's the first cut of the new season, so let's just go with it. Uh, back into it. Last game on Saturday, Walsall Stevenage. Key point here for this game and the Sutton Barrow game. All three candidates for the manager of the month that we picked out all dropped points on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, Stevenage are another late goal scoring team. The 100th minute. Is oh, no. Walsall fans were feeling so aggrieved yeah. by this. The amount of screenshots yeah. I shown I seen posted up by Walsall fans of going ninety plus eight and then it was like ninety plus nine or ninety plus ten. I that like, the goal went in. Walsall fans, I hate to tell you this. But <laughs> you should it's know a this minimum of eight yeah. minutes added time, not a maximum of yeah. eight minutes added time. That's the rules. That's always been the rules. Always will be the rules, unless we it's bring in where we stop play. It's their own fault because Peter Clark went down with cramp for two or three minutes. Hmm. You know, Stevenage again. Steve Evans has shit housed another team. He's gone. To the team that you expect to walk over most teams in this league, and he's come away with a point. Stevenage will definitely be the happier of the two. Steve Evans is still absolutely balling. <laughs> he's fucking doing it, isn't he? He brought on the five subs in the second yeah. half. He freshened up his team. He brought on Rose, and then Rose scored that equaliser in ninety plus ten. It's yeah. the power of five. It's the power of five subs in the depth that we had. Yeah. Weirdly, Walsall only made two subs. Yeah. That's, which, again, probably goes against them. Maybe they've not got that depth. Maybe that's going to come out. Maybe maybe one key injury is going to flip it for Walsall this season. It's an odd, it's an odd one. I think they were, going one. Along, they were going along the thing of, it's working for us, so don't change it. Maybe. I'm um, overall on it, but... But, you know, before we get into the next games, before we look at the coming week, there's a couple of things we're going to talk about, but I'm going to share these clips. So, Graham, we all, we all remember Macclesfield. Oh, yeah. Macclesfield, 2020, 
I believe it 2020 went out of business. Um, they reformed the back playing. Uh, I think it's Moss Rose, isn't it? And uh, so on Saturday, they had three and a half thousand fans there. Really, really good show. And there was an incident with a referee. Have you seen this? No. Okay. So I've got two video clips. I'm going to show you the first first clip, and then I'm going to show you the second clip. I'm going to explain what happened. So. Sixty, sixty-seven and a half minutes gone. Although there'll be a lot of injury time. Oh, and there's a free kick taken by was it by Pugh, and it is polaxed the referee. Absolutely polaxed him, hit him right on the head. He That's will need. Blow, that, is. that was. It was from. It was. Okay. So that's the first clip. She leathered the referee off the free kick. Right. This is the other angle of it. Fuck it. The referee pissing blood. Oh, my days. They had to get a fan out of the crowd who's been an official before, and he came on. Now, where's the actual... I'll show you the clip again, the end of the clip. Uh, sorry, the first clip that I showed you. And you're going to see the fan who came on as the uh, assist as the lino because they obviously had to do a shuffle around. But what I will say is that that referee, um, he's that was his first game at that level. He's just been promoted. Now, for me, I've watched him referee before. I've been to see him referee down at Brighouse Town. He is a phenomenal referee. Like, he's a very, very good referee. I think that he's progressing. If he carries on going, he's going to be progressing again later this year, hopefully. And then he'll push and push and he'll eventually he'll get back into it. Well, he'll get into the football league. He's only mm -hmm. young. Um, but he didn't want to go off, from what I can tell. He didn't want to go off, but he had to. But I'm going to show you this. Uh, look who comes on. 60, 67 and a half minutes gone, although there'll be a lot of injury time. Oh, and there's a free kick taken by... Was it's it a by belter, isn't it? And it is You're on mute as well. <laughs> the referee absolutely polaxed him, hit him right on the head. He will need... Oh, you've got a clip of you on your screen, bro. Right, get ready. Oh, mate, so it's, it's the thud. The thud. William, um, I think he took it right on the nose. He is holding. He took it right on the nose. So, see if it's, it's going to show the man who comes on that they got out of the crowd to referee. I have seen this man before. So, there's a. He won't mind me for saying this. He's, he's not a youngster anymore. I believe. He's over 70 years old. And he... Baker. And He's over 70 years old that. and look like the Monopoly guy. He's just an old man. Just an old man. He like Colonel Sanders. <laughs> um, but yeah, what a fucking hit. No, the yeah, only so... person making the debut of a step up, actually. I think we need to say anything we need to say. So I missed this out on the, um, the Hartlepool games. Sonny Gill was his first mm. game I'm refing in EFL. His dad was also um, an EFL referee. Like Gunnell well. Singh? Gil. His dad was? Sonny Singh. Was... Sonny... No, Sonny. No, it's, it, it, it was... Uh, I'm it, sure it was but Singh. 
but he's the first South Asian referee in basically a, in a generation I am to come in. And his dad was at the game. Sunny Singh, I think Sunny Singh, Sunny Gill, let me double check to see. It's, yeah, yeah, so his dad is his his dad is uh, Gunail Singh. Yeah, and he's Sonny Gill, so the referee. Oh, and Gun, yeah, Gunail, it, was good to, it was good to see another I'm um, referee South Asian origin coming in refing. I'm um, an EFL again. So yeah, well done to him. And he made big decisions in the game. Um, oh no, Jan yeah, is it Janail Singh? Yes, Janail Singh is his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, he refereed. The thing is, he was a copper as well, was his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and he refereed, he refereed us quite a few times. I remember, um, I remember, I think he refereed us at Peterborough away one game. But yeah, no, I, I do remember him. And mm-hmm. it's it's good. It's good diversity, isn't it? It's happening and it's got to be, you're not telling me that there aren't footballers and referees and officials that come from those backgrounds that aren't capable. Exactly. Um, we've just got to, Make sure that they get the chances. Give give everyone the fair opportunity. Yeah, Um, but yeah. So, well, we we just finished on uh, on Walsall Stevenage. We might as well stay on Walsall because we've got a little bit of talking to do. Uh, Goal scorer for them on Saturday, Johnson again, (laughs) on loan from Mansfield, and it's a bit of a talking point, isn't it? It's a bit of a shit trick, let's be fair. So, I mean, Mansfield have given him to Walsall. It was meant to be a permanent deal. The owners came around and went, no, nah, I'm not comfortable, I'm leaving under permanent. So he sent them off on a loan. Apparently, sorry, just on that, they couldn't afford the permanent deal in the summer. That's what's right. been said. Now, when we, we were told originally it was a not comfortable, but it has come out in the last 24 hours that funds were a problem. And it's been a gentleman's agreement in place that Walsall will sign him in January if he's performing. Now, if he's scoring regularly, banging mm-hmm. them in, Walsall are up there at the top end. Mansfield see themselves up there at the top end. Are they going to stick to this gentleman's agreement and let potentially one of the top goal scorers in the league, hinder their own promotion aspects. Yes. What I think they're not going to want it is the Pratt, because he, he's not going to want to be at Mansfield. We we had the exact same situation with Owen Doyle at Bradford. When will he went they let him go for, the, for this agreed price? Or will no. they inflate the price? They will we inflate know. the price. If Walsall couldn't afford the player then, how are they going to afford him in January without offloading someone else to make those funds up, especially if his stock and value has went up? The only way they're going to get it done, and this is again, this is it goes back like the Swindon, the Bradford situation. The only way it got done was because the player pushed it through. They need Johnson to flat out refuse to go anywhere but Walsall. If he doesn't want to be at Mansfield and he only wants to go to Walsall, he has to dig his heels in. Doyle did it. He went to, on loan at Swindon. He was banging in goals for fun at Swindon. We brought him back in January. I think he played two or three games for us. He did not want to be at us. He openly said, whilst on loan at Swindon, I don't want to go back to Bradford. I think it's that- tough has it enough to sit there and go, you're coming back. 
That's what they could do. They could bring him back and make him sit in the reserves. Yeah, and not play the rest of the season at Walsall. They yeah. could play hardball here. They and could. if his contract expires at the end of the season, then he could leave. Yeah. I, I think well, if he's in a hitting form now, that's going to hinder him as a player. This is a real, real issue that's going to come to head in January if he keeps playing the way that he's playing. Yeah. This, if, this I, deal if I was Mansfield, I would be a dick. The, the issue is this deal isn't going to be between Mansfield and Walsall. This is going to be an agreement between what uh, Mansfield and Johnson. It'd be interesting to see the terms of this loan to see what's been agreed here. Yeah. Um, I would be playing hardball if I was Mansfield. be interesting to see if there's a recall option early and if they just pull that and say, no, I'm sorry, he's scoring too many goals for you. If you want him, fucking buy him. That was the interesting thing. So what happened... Sorry to bring Hartlepool up here with Hartlepool. Okay. I am in the National League. So we took Richie Bennett on a loan from Stockport. Mm-hmm. Richie Bennett scored something like five in two games or five in three games. We were up in the we were coming up in the playoffs. Stockport were in the playoffs. And Stockport went, no chance, called him back. And we yeah. lost a great, a great goal yeah. scorer and a great, great loan player. And then we went and beat them in the playoffs. So that was good fun. And no one expected you to. No, no one expected it. So I'm really interested to see this situation going forward. Yeah. It's going to be it's the, the January transfer window is going to be as exciting as the summer one, isn't it, at this point? Yeah. So, so um, we said we were going to fly through this week. We didn't. We We're didn't fly. This week. We found that there's been a few more talking points. Should we try yeah. and fly through the Tuesday and Saturday fixtures? Yeah. Right. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'm fucking hungry. Yeah, uh, yeah, I am as well. Right, I'm just going to read through the games tomorrow and I want your score prediction and I'll tell you mine. I need to get to score prediction. I'm I'm just going to tell you them as we come in. So, Walsall travel to Barrow tomorrow night. Barrow nick it. I think Barrow nick it as well. I'm going to say 1-0 Barrow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Colchester host Bradford City. Oh, Colchester getting pumped. You hope. <laughs> you hope. I genuinely think Colchester are going to get pumped. We lost three 0 last season. There, Colchester are a team that are struggling just now. I, my, I, I, yeah, I can't see any other result other than them getting beaten considerably. Yeah. I'll go. I'll go two 0 Bradford. Um, Crawley Northampton. That's a difficult one to call. I'm a really difficult one to call. Nil nil for me. I think it's gonna be a draw. I think it's nil nil. Yeah, I think it's draw a poor draw. Uh, crew host Sutton. Sutton bully crew. Sutton win. Thing is, I, I don't think crew have got it in them to handle that physicality that Sutton are gonna bring. No. Um, so, so yeah, Sutton are gonna and are gonna go there. Scott Park are going to Doncaster. I I believe Doncaster are getting there and at their first loss of the season. I think they're gonna be humbled. Royally tomorrow. I, I think Stockport are going to steamroll Doncaster tomorrow. It's a difficult one. It depends what Doncaster turn up here. If Doncaster turn up and want to be dicks, I can see it being a draw. But I, think I, I, I do can't think, see them doing that at home though. I do think I do think Stockport are gonna take it. Yeah, I, I don't think Doncaster I don't think Doncaster's fans, especially when there's already doubts 
over their manager between the, in their fan base. I don't think mm -hmm. that they've got the privilege of being able to essentially do what they did against Bradford and just shit hours for 90 minutes. I don't think that they could do that at home. I don't think they can get away with doing that at home. No. Um, but yeah, Gillingham, Stockport. Stockport, yeah. Gillingham host Harrogate. Gillingham. Gillingham. Although Gillingham weren't happy on Saturday. I, you know, Matt from Jills in the Blood, he, was, he said that they are seriously lacking... So this could be one that's a shock, but we'll we'll see. Let's see, it's got to be jelling up. Grimsby host Carlisle. What a shit trip! Do you know what? This is a, this is a hard one to call. A really hard one to call. I'm I'm going Carlisle. It, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going a Carlisle win. Fair play. I think Jordan Gibson had the most successful passes in the league on Saturday. Um, yeah. I think Grimsby will take it, but I can. I, I don't think it's close. To, I think it's too close to be able to be comfortable it's about that. Good, I think, do you know what? I don't think it's going to be a good game, but I think it's going to be a good game. Yeah, it's going to be close. Yeah. And it's, I think it's going to be competitive. Um, Hartlepool, Tranmere. I'm really interested in your thoughts on this here because this is another shit trip. Um, Tranmere having to travel to Hartlepool. What do you think? I think we take this game. Do we? Yeah. I genuinely think we win this game. I have two home games in the bounce. I think we need to get three or four points out of this two games. And I think we get our first win of the season against Tramia. Comfortably or a scrappy 1-0? Scrappy, scrappy game. Um, I think we get a win, though. Do you think your fans will be up for it? Or just yes. Because there's been a bit of turning, haven't they? There's been a bit of turning. I think they'll be up for it. They've seen, do you know what? It's been a lot more positive what I've seen on social media this week. Yeah. Going, do you know what? We're actually seeing a team here, and that's what I've said for I've said all season. Give this time, team time to bed in. Same thing that I said about Crawley. You've got mm -hmm. a new manager coming in, new way of playing. Hartley's calling it a project, and yeah. he's seeing what works and what doesn't work. I, I think I think the issue with your fans is that the, the players that the players that Crawley have signed, you know who these players are. The players that Hartley signed have come from leagues that most Hartlepool fans will never ever watch in their life. Most Hartlepool fans haven't left Hartlepool. Well, that but but they still right. watch English football, but they're never going. They, they, most Hartlepool fans will have never heard of Cove. Yeah, and I think that's why it's probably been a little bit, a little bit more pressured. I think it's the right word. Um, Mansfield, Wimbledon. <clears throat> Mansfield. I think Wimbledon take this. Mansfield fans are going to like that. They're going to, it's going to be chaos if Wimbledon wins this. Wimbledon is a good going forward. Mansfield don't have that goal mm -hmm. scorer. True. That, that sounds great. Yeah. Um, Newport, Salford. Salford. Every day of the week, twice on a Sunday, three times on a Tuesday, Salford win that. So nine points for Salford tomorrow night. Oh, it's Tuesday. Um, but no, I, I agree. I agree. Thomas Asante, banging form. Newport have not replaced Dom Telford. They had Omar Bogle on Saturday. Didn't cover it off when we spoke about it, but he was he was very... He was just a child. He was stropping, complaining for everything, diving. He got injured at one point, but then 30 seconds later was fine and then He's got subbed off. This. He's getting into this next phase very early though. Really very quickly. early. Can't wait to look see what club signs him in January. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't. He's centre phase one again. 
Yeah, but it's going to be us. Um, no, it's not. Stevenage host Rochdale. Stevenage. Stevenage all day long. This is going to be the Steve Evans. It's not going to be a shit house. This is going to be Steve Evans' team two or three. I, I can't see it not being, unfortunately, for Rochdale. I just, I just want to see some more happy Matt Farley. Matt Farley's just he's so excited. He, got, but he, he, he came on yesterday, didn't he, on the space that we did? And he was like, <laughs> I've just got home. Like, Matt, you only went to Walsall. <laughs> like, why have you just got home? Like, oh, we stayed. Like, that's how happy he is. He's not even, he's not just going to games anymore. He's just staying for the weekend. Um, yeah, he's buzzing, isn't he? I love him. I genuinely love him. He's so good. I'm going to say this now. Game of midweek. Swindon, Leighton Orient. Mm. I think Swindon are going to take this. I think that McCurdy is going to score. I don't want him to. Because I kind of like seeing the meltdown. But I do think Swindon take tomorrow. He's got to do it, doesn't he? He's got to push his move through. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's, well, yeah, he's got to. He? he knows that those offers on the table are getting smaller and smaller, and and again, it's you know the the inks getting erased from certain signatures and things like that. So, yeah, he's got to. He's got to. He's got to do it. I, I actually agree with you. I think Swindon are going to go in. Yeah. Um, right on to Saturday. Saturday, Saturday. For some reason, the first game in the list on Saturday is Hartlepool Bradford. Huh? Yeah. And it's in alphabetical order, and it goes Barrow next. So, fuck it. We'll, we'll go with it. Grant, Hartlepool, oh, early... Bradford. What? It's an early kickoff. Yeah, because of the the problems on... Uh, thing. It's, it's, a one forward, yeah, it's a one o'clock move forward kickoff. to one o'clock um, because of the issues after the last oh, game. That means we get to watch, I get to watch two games. Yeah, it does. Mate, I'm at a barbecue on Saturday, so about... Really? But, uh, Liv fell out with me when I said I was putting IPTV, not IPTV, sorry. When I was, I was choose a second game to watch. Well, we're going through these. I will choose my second game to watch. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Hartlepool Bradford draw, mate. We're smashing you on Saturday. <laughs> we are. Fucking... <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I'm, I'm going for a maximum of four points. Draw. You, you said that we are going to pump and steamroll Colchester. I think we're going to. Be comfortable against Colchester. I think we are going Draw. to destroy you. We are going to absolutely you bastard. <laughs> it tells me on the screen that you muted me and you've got a concentration face and I could see you looking down trying to find the button. So I knew what was coming. It went, you've been muted. You've muted me. Fuck off. We are steamrolling you on Saturday. I, I think Saturday is a three or four nil I by half time. We will set up very defensive against you and we'll try and play on the break. I would not be surprised, and I think it'd be quite shithousery of us to give yeah. Timmy Odessina his first start on Saturday. He's not fit. No, he's, he is fit now. He is fit. He's been. He's been. He is fit now. He uh, he had COVID, which is why he was out. But no, he is. He is he's fit now. The issue is. In a the issue back is with, four. We what? Sorry. You play him in a back four. I know we what. If we put Timmy Odessina in on a Saturday, we've switched to a five. We, we will not change our back four. Our back four is solid. That, and that's the only reason change, he's not if played. You, if you put him in, 
that's where your downfall will be. If, if we put, put him in, we'll change to a five. If we put him in, be. we'll change to a five. Um, but if we stick to a four, Odessina's not coming in on Saturday. Nah. Um, so we'll we'll see. Next game. I'm excited. I'm excited. I mate, I'm excited. I'm gutted that we can't go. Mm. It's my birthday weekend. Grant's been selfish and having a baby, so we can't go to the game. Um, I'm gutted because we it's going to be a lovely weekend. And it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Last season we were gutted because both games were Tuesdays. We did go to both, but it wasn't the same, was it? Um, no. Although I'm very paralytic in Hartlepool. I'm still. I'm pretty sure I'd still blow positive if police pulled me. Um, <laughs> what for COVID or for for both? Yeah, yeah. It was that wild of a of a of a Monday night, Tuesday night that not only did we just get absolutely wrecked and end up in a trolley, in an actual we trolley did. in we the middle COVID. of the road in Hartlepool, we all, we all in, we all came home with COVID. Beautiful. Happy. Days. Happy days. Oh, it's just what you want. Barrow, uh, Barrow, Barrow Harrogate. <laughs> this is this is where. I mean, Barrow have got to take this. Barrow. Depending yeah. on how tomorrow night goes, Barrow have got to take this. Um, Colchester, Leighton Orient. 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 Easy, easy, isn't it? Um, Crawley, AFC Wimbledon. Crawley have got another chance to pick up points here. At home, Crawley. I'm going to go Wimbledon. I, I just... back Wimbledon twice. Yeah, I do. I, I think I think Wimbledon. Uh, do you know what? No, I'm going to go draw. Crawley are solid defensively. Wimbledon aren't, but Wimbledon are good going forward. And at the minute, Crawley aren't. So I'm going to say they cancel each other. I'm going to go with draw. Draw. Um, Northampton travel to Crew. Northampton. I can't think of a more boring game to watch no. than Northampton, Northampton Crew. No offense, but yeah, no Northampton are taking that. Salford are travelling to Doncaster. I think Doncaster lose both of these games this week. That's going to be chaos. That's going to put McShafrey in the big, big trouble. His, I, percentage, I think oh, his percentage rating will be down at about 32% by yeah, this Saturday. Yeah, he's, he's gone from 68 down into, into mid-30s. I yeah. Am, yeah, not not good. I am, He's definitely up there in the sack race for me. Yeah. Yeah, he is. And I, I don't think it's because he deserves to be up there in the sack race. I think it's just that the fans are very expecting, far too expecting. No, I think he deserves to be up there in the sack race. Oh, see, I, I, I don't. I think that the, the club that's been in turmoil for a while, I think that their fans, I don't know why they, their fans thought that they were going to just be fine this season. That's where I think. But, but you know, no, but look, they'll probably pick up six points in 95th minute. Probably. Um, Walsall travel to Gillingham. Walsall. Can't see anything else other than a Walsall win. Yeah. Uh, Sutton travel to Grimsby. Oh, Grimsby have got two brutal games, don't they? Carlisle yeah. and then Sutton. Both at home, though. Both at home. Yeah. Do you know what? I think Grimsby will take that. Either yeah. that or a draw. One of the two. Potential game of the weekend, aside from ours, Mansfield Stockport. If Mansfield, this is why I think Mansfield need to get a goal scorer in ASAP. Because if Stockport go one up on Saturday, it's, that's it's, that. That's that. Yeah. Same for you. I think Stockport can't see anything I, I think, else. I think Stockport at this moment. Yeah. Um, Tranmere travel to Newport. Draw. Oh my God. Definitely not. Draw there for me. <laughs> so dull. Fucking so, hell. So dull. 
Um, I think Tranmere will be, if you guys beat them tomorrow and then they draw on Saturday, I think they'll be very angry. Oh, massively, massively. I think if they lose tomorrow, they win Saturday. But I think if they draw tomorrow, they draw Saturday as well. Um, Carlisle travel to Stevenage. Steve Evans is sending Carlisle packing. Yeah, I, I think he is as well. I, it's a long journey for Carlisle to make. I, mm. I don't see them taking points back from Stevenage. No. And lastly... This is where I, th- I think it's got to click for Swindon. Swindon have Rochdale at home. Swindon beat Rochdale. It's got to be comfortable. Rochdale manager gets sacked. Yeah, this I, I think I think we see. I think by the time we're sat here next week, a manager is gone. A hundred percent. One hundred percent. And who do you think it's going to be? It's going to be either Doncaster or Rochdale. Yeah, but who do you think it's going to be? Rochdale. I'm going to agree. I think it, so to be not. fair, mate, could be both. Imagine we see both before Monday. Oh, we better have a sacking before Monday. It's, yeah. Oh, well. But if you had to say, McSheffrey or Stockdale, go for it. Jeffrey's at Doncaster, Stockdale's. Just, just, just to clarify that for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sticking in your head. No, no, no. I'm thinking. <laughs> I, I, I think, deserving wise, Stockdale. I, I think that Doncaster may react sooner than Rochdale. Do they give them to this weekend? Then, if you're saying they react sooner, I, I think Doncaster give. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they get until this weekend. But I think that one, we miss... If, if it's both to go, I if McSheffrey's to go, I think McSheffrey goes Saturday night. Does a new manager come in, in, if they bring a new manager in straight away, have enough time to bring players in before the end of the window? Depends who it is. That's depends who it is. Point. Yeah. Honestly, we depends who it is. But we'll find out. We will see. It's an exciting watch, yeah, watch, watch Rochdale pick up six points and Doncaster pick up six points as well. Oh, I know. As we've said before, we are really, really, really shit at predictions. And we've I just am made to eating Pringles. We've just made two game weeks worth of predictions. Yeah. What's a space is gonna be shite. It's gonna be appalling. Speaking Shall of spaces, we? before we do, Grant, speaking of spaces, we now have the League Two six or six. Every Sunday, 7pm, to round off the weekend. But we're also having one Wednesday because we've got midweek games. What we are doing tomorrow night is we're going to have a live post-match reaction Twitter space. And that's purely because people asked us stuff we weren't going to. People asked us to run one at 10 o'clock tomorrow night as the game's finished. I think it's going to be hilarious because I'm not really going to speak. I'm just going to let people... Cry. That's the one you're going to be hosting that one on your own because I ain't going yes. to be here tomorrow night because I am away yeah. out. I'm doing other things, so I'm going to be catching up with all the games on flash scores when the scores come in. So, unfortunately, I'm not getting to watch anything. So, I'm going to have to yeah. deal with the EFL highlight shows. I'll probably watch the Hartlepool game on um, I follow. I'm after because you can that's because you don't live in this country. No, no, you can watch. I'm subscribed to Hartlepool. Oh, it's so Tuesday, isn't it? Yeah. You, no, you can watch the games on iFollow. So I'm subscribed to Hartlepool's iFollow and I can watch the game after it's been on. You can do that on any iFollow. 
Right. You can't. Is that what we've been doing? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, guys, 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 on that note, I'm going to wrap things up. We've been here for a lot longer than we should have been, and I'm fucking starving. I've not had anything since breakfast this morning, and it's, what, quarter to ten at night. Guys, thank you very much for listening once again. Don't forget, follow us on all our social channels, Twitter, Facebook. Um, I was going to say Instagram. We don't have an Instagram. We're not that posh. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook, mainly Twitter. We don't interact on Facebook as much. Um, don't forget, retweet what we do, comment on it, like it, whatever you do. Listen to us on your podcasting platforms, be it Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, whatever. Hub, not Pornhub. We're not quite there yet on that. I might put um, us on, you know. <laughs> Shall I put us on Pornhub this week? <laughs> should we see what should we see what numbers we get on Pornhub? <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna upload to the hub tomorrow and see what we get. <laughs> Look out for the tweet <laughs> announcing that we are now on Pornhub. Um, I like us, comment whatever you want. We don't care. Rate us five stars. When you see us on Pornhub, give us a thumbs up. We're going to be in Porn Stars of the Week. We're going to be like, people are going to be logging on. It's going to be hot videos in the United Kingdom. It's going to be our faces. People are going, this is interesting. Skipping through. <laughs> We've been the lower league look. It's the lower league look. Thanks to the sponsors. Remember, it's okay to talk and it's okay to watch Lowly Look on Pornhub and his man club and mind also. See how much fun do we have? See you later, guys.